is Rumble in the Morning on FM 99. Tell us what's going on in the world. Well, Superman comics are going to Congress, and I'll tell you why. And the potato sock TikTok trend. It's all brought to you by Pitbull Tobacco and More, our ultimate cannabis culture shopping experience. Ask about their loyalty program at four locations Pitbull Tobacco and More, four locals, buy locals. Yeah. Now, we did get updates on a couple of things. First, and importantly, the Buffalo Bills gave an update yesterday on DeMar Hamlin, a player who went into cardiac arrest during the team's Monday night game. They posted DeMar remains in the ICU in critical condition with signs of improvement noted yesterday and overnight. He is expected to remain under intensive care as his health care team continues to monitor and treat him. In the meantime, NBC Sports says sales of Hamlin's jersey are skyrocketing and Fanatics, who makes it, says that they're going to donate proceeds from his jersey sales to his toy drive. Fans have already donated more than $6 million since wow. Monday. Wow. Now, we also got an update on the Speaker of the House situation. You know, Congress convened at the Capitol on Tuesday. They got together. They were there to vote on a new Speaker of the House since Republicans have control now. How are sales of Kevin McCarthy's jersey? (laughs) For the first time in 100 years, they did not elect a speaker on Tuesday. They voted three times Tuesday. The guy who's vying for the job the hardest is Kevin McCarthy. He couldn't get it done, couldn't secure the votes he needs, so they tried it again yesterday, and after three more votes, still nothing. So he's 0 for 6. Which leads to headlines like, deadlocked, and without a leader, U.S. Congress is essentially in limbo until they can elect a speaker as the stalemate continues. It's embarrassing for the country. I mean, literally, not, I'm not making a part of this. The reality is that, you know, to be able to have a Congress that can't function is just embarrassing. We're the greatest nation in the world. How can that be? Now, ABC News says that uh, McCarthy has some concessions that he'll be making as we go into the next day of voting today. And we'll see if he's he given everybody it. a coupon for a small frosty right. right now. <laughs> Until a speaker is chosen, though, members of the 118th Congress can't be sworn in. The House can't set rules to govern mm. itself. It can't consider legislation or create committee assignments. Until a speaker is chosen, the House is essentially a useless entity. So they will give her another go today at noon. And if they get it, we can finally get to swear in every Everyone in, And we'll see incoming U.S. Congressman Robert Garcia sworn in using his U.S. Constitution and a Superman comic. You don't have to use the Bible. It's no. not a rule to use the Bible. No, I mean, there are other religions. You don't have to subscribe to Christianity. Right? Yeah, Article 6 of the Constitution states in part that no religious test shall ever be required as a qualification to any office or public trust under the United States. And as a result, there's no required text upon which an incoming office holder must take their oath. That, according to the president of the United States Capitol Historical Society, who went on to point out, the other times people haven't used a Bible. Oh, okay. Uh, Representative Garcia, though, says he'll be using a Superman comic. It's one of three items that he's going to use that, quote, mean a lot to me personally. The other two are photos <laughs> of his parents, who he said were lost to COVID-19, oh, and no. his citizenship certificate. Oh, wow. He said anyone who understands comics knows that comics are an essential part of American fiction, and the lessons learned are invaluable. Ron told me that if he ever makes Congress, he's going to get sworn in with a fleshlight. <laughs> It means a lot to him, yeah, personally. Yeah, it does. It does. Uh, he'll take the oath. Garcia will take the oath using a vintage Superman comic from 1939. The con- congressman-elect is openly gay and married. And in 2021, after DC Comics announced the new Superman would be bisexual, Mr. Garcia tweeted, I became a Superman fan as a kid because I related to him as an, uh, an immigrant, a sense of justice, a secret identity. As the vote for the Speaker of the House concludes its sixth fruitless round yesterday, uh, the uh, world may have to 
wait a little longer for before Superman and Mr. Garcia can head. By the way, he's he's bringing the in. comic book from the Library of Congress. It's a number one. Yeah, it's valued at five million dollars. I feel like. And it belongs to the Library of Congress. In a way, it's yeah. a chance to just touch. I mean, if you're yeah. if you're that into Superman comics, it's the, a way to touch it for a second, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. He's he. Well, he won't be touching the book. Yeah. There's no way it's coming out of no, protective. That plastic sleeve is staying right? on. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But still, the if oh, it means it's, that it's much, just a way to, to look at it. Yeah, how cool is that? Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see that. Without having to pay $5 million. Have you ever gone to the National Archive and looked at some of these historic treasures? And I don't mean Superman comics, but you could see the actual Constitution, like one of the original copies. I think and, as a kid, And you just yeah. like look at that and think about what all of this means, you know. There's the document upon which all of this is built. Yeah. Everything, in every direction. Yeah. You know, it's beyond significant. It's crazy. Crazy, and now he gets to touch Superman. Yeah, damn it, faster than a speeding bullet. <laughs> yep. Highlights from my honeymoon, faster <laughs> than a speeding bullet. I think we're done here. Oh well. Meanwhile, in political chaos, you know, like the uh, votes for the Speaker of the House, Portsmouth. I love the headline that said Portsmouth firing the city manager was not unexpected because we're all like, yeah, it's been. Kind of wild over there. That's what they do. Uh, News 3 says the former city manager, Tanya Chapman, who was just fired on Tuesday, is responding to her firing, calling it expected. Quote, although statements made by some members of council were inaccurate, the outcome was expected. I'm grateful to the city council and the citizens of Portsmouth for the opportunity. Now, she's talking about the fact that some of the council members who had supported her getting the job were not voted back into office this past time around. So that's what she means oh, by so she lost expected. her constituency. Uh, yeah, her right. yeah, exactly. Yeah, internal. Ten on your side added that the audit for the unaccounted gift cards was one of the reasons for the firing. Well Quote, there were some concerns about the three hundred thousand dollar audit to find eighty thousand dollars for gift cards and we found there was no loss there. So that raised everyone's eyebrows with this new council. A source close to that audit said the firm hired to do the audit has not yet been retained. Now, one thing you've pointed out is that the casino in Portsmouth opens in just days, right? Yeah, they got to get this thing buttoned up. I've been saying this all along. You can't the influx of of, of money and problems that that brings the the additional policing and traffic and everything else. You got to square this away, man. Yeah, you know, the, yeah, the fifteenth, so ten days. Yep. So, uh, with that, there's a report out today that the state gambling problem hotline has seen a major increase in calls over the past three years. So I'm, I'm sorry. They're, <laughs> they're looking to set up a committee to help deal with this. The hotline, which is run by a nonprofit, Virginia Council on Problem Gambling, has seen a 143% increase in intake calls. They say they got 816 calls last year from Virginia residents seeking help with gambling issues. Uh, representatives proposed some new legislation for the establishment of a problem gambling treatment and support advisory committee uh, by the state's Department of Behavioral Health and Developmental Services. They would that would enable co- collaboration between treatment providers and the gambling industry on efforts to reduce the negative effects of problem gambling. So just interesting that they've there well there's a correlation to, there. And trying to figure out a way to tie it all in together. And we have but we've had legalized gaming to have these machines are in every freaking seven eleven that Dude, the 7-Eleven by my house is a casino. <laughs> it really is. People, I, I go in there the other night, and uh, um, th- there's two or three machines. Uh-huh. They're they're busy. Okay. Guy gets up, uh, throws his coat over the stool so no one else a- can claim. sit down. Of course. Yeah. Goes outside, has a smoke, <laughs> buys a Gatorade or whatever it is, drinking that out front. You know, on break. 
right. I'll break. I'll and break then I'm going to go back into the gaming. casino there and game, you know, <laughs> the 7-Eleven casino, which is not a bad casino because, look, they got drinks. Yeah. You can't, you can't drink them in the store. You can drink a Slurpee, but you can't, like, pop a beer. Uh, right, sure, of course. Uh, but then they got food. Which, can I get you something from the uh, from the grill? <laughs> yes. Which, by the way, there's not a grill in any 7-Eleven. No, They but have rollers. Yes. That's what they got. <laughs> but still, yes, yeah, you can get still, me something from yeah, that. Thank please. you so much. I'll have the taquitos. <laughs> yes, right. exactly. I'll have that uh, cheeseburger roll-up. Oh, my God. It's freaking delicious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right. That is a very it's convenient. It's just a little town. Yeah. So I'm not surprised people have a gambling problem. You know? Yeah. yeah. No doubt about it. Make you know, it so good Jamming like that. the lottery and everything else, man. Yeah. Well, nine hundred forty thousand. I mean, nine nine hundred forty million yeah, is the uh, number for tomorrow night. Saying I got a chance. Yeah. Well, the other big story locally, it is believed that the laptop belonged to the uh, Virginia Ma- Virginia Beach mass shooter was recently turned over to a local delegate. At least that's her claim. It still hasn't been turned over to law enforcement. But Wavy.com says Virginia Beach delegate Kelly Converse Fowler says she was given the personal laptop through someone connected to one of the victims of the May 31st, 2019 deadly shooting. She believes law enforcement overlooked the possible evidence. She has now handed that laptop over to her attorney. She also confirmed to Wavy that she provided Jason Nixon, the husband of one of the mass shooting victims, a copy of the contents of the laptop. Nixon is uh, represented by former Virginia Lieutenant Governor uh, Justin Fairfax. The attorney for Fowler hasn't commented yet. Police and the mass shooting commission have both requested to see this laptop. So by by copying that hard drive, has she tampered with this thing? Oh, maybe. That yeah, maybe that's why they point that out. This up yeah. I, I, I mean, I just don't know the answer. I saw it as a detail. I left yeah, it in the story yeah. from wavy.com, but I'm not. Oh, yeah. yeah because, you're right. Well, well, Justin Fairfax is representing a whole bunch of people now You and using the copied hard drive. They're going through it in his office. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got a copy of it as well. Uh, well, also on the news around here, someone found a cannonball in their backyard in Suffolk. News 3 says a woman living in the Suffolk Aqua Luxury Apartments was out walking her dog, found the cannonball, called police who confirmed that the object was indeed a cannonball. Luckily, though, non-explosive. That's a good thing because it is surprising Suffolk. Yeah, yeah. Remember when it was surprising Suffolk? How weird, though. Like, how long has a cannonball been there? You're just walking around and you see a cannonball out in the oh middle of the yard. Like, how did nobody see this before? Yeah. Suffolk police said that the case was hand o- handed over to Virginia State Police and their bomb unit. Officials said the cannonball was properly disposed of. Nobody was hurt that all, according to News 3. The good news around here, reports show flu cases are going down in Virginia. COVID cases going back up, though. And there's some bad TikTok advice going around Uh-oh. with that. The New York Post says people are placing potatoes in their socks in an effort to beat the flu, the COVID, the common cold. The potato sock trend started on TikTok. Videos of the trend have been viewed 8.1 billion times. Uh, what you do is you put potatoes under your feet and the spuds allegedly draw out toxins from the body. You know, I wear a potato in my pants. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people, you've probably seen me in concert. And then someone had to remind me that it goes in the front. You take a potato, you cut it in half, then slice off two pieces, press the potato slices against the bottom of your feet, put socks over them to keep them in place. That's what this girl explained. This remedy really works, so hear me out. Get a potato, cut it in half, get two slices out of it, put it beneath each foot, and cover it with a sock overnight. The next morning when you remove the sock, you're going to see an imprint on the bottom of the foot, which is totally fine. And then you're going to see the potato slices, which are disgustingly dark. That's because the toxins are removed, but your child feels so much better. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah not yeah. any mysterious. Any, any medicine going on here? Medicinal power of spuds. I mean, that's just ox- 
oxidizing. Have you ever uh, looked up uh, potato poultice? Have you ever seen people do this? They'll, they'll do this to bring it, like they'll put it on a cyst or a zit or mm-hmm. something like that, and it allegedly draws the stuff up to the surface of your skin. People say that about yeah. onions, too. They do it with a piece of bread soaked in milk. Well, and they, there's any number of things. There's the other thing yeah. going around. A lady on TikTok uh, attempted to clear her sinus congestion with garlic. Now, I've said something similar to this, but I didn't shove it up my nose. Yeah. She shoved peeled garlic chunks up her nose and waited 10 minutes before her nose started running. Uh, apparently, that's her cure for clearing her sinus. Other TikTok okay. users later performed their own version of the hack using the hashtag garlic in nose. The videos yeah. have become popular because, you know, flu season, the triple-demic and all. Metal, medical experts are warning that the trick might not be safe. Might not be. Yeah. Don't know. Garlic, uh, garlic's, you know, from the onion family. Would that burn your nasal I would say membranes? Maybe, yeah. I, I don't mean, know. Kinda? I don't do it like that, but yeah. I think uh, when when I'm sick, I do, it's like an old family remedy. You eat something yeah. garlicky, you know? You could, I don't, like maybe cook oh, some I'm not garlic. That. I'd do it with chilies. Roast Same garlic, thing, yeah. put Just it on aromatics. bread. I mean, yeah. it can clear yeah. it, but you're not getting yeah. rid of the underlying issue. No. You're, you're just, you could get a neti yeah. pot and yeah, I mean, there's a million rinse ways, your sinuses yeah. or that new uh, machine that does like, it, you know? I could take ibuprofen yeah. for a headache, but that doesn't necessarily fix why I have the headache. It That's true. Makes me not care anymore. You mean my aneurysm. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. thanks. Yeah. However, putting spuds Symptoms. underneath your feet yeah, no. and while you sleep, what does it hurt? Does Doesn't. it hurt anything? No. So, no. Um, eh. no, some people, right? I don't see where it's going to hurt anything other than your your gait. Yeah, <laughs> you if you got those normal <laughs> indentations, she says. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a little odd. Uh, well, finally, this with TikTok. How about TikTok after hours? As the app is on the verge, you know, the app that's on the verge of being banned everywhere around here, yeah. it's soon going to offer content for adults only. Those under 18 will not be able to view this particular <laughs> content. TikTok has not said how it's going to verify user ages, nudity, and anything explicit would not be allowed. But you mean... <clears throat> Dick yeah, <laughs> is yeah, that what you're talking about? Yeah, kind of yeah, we're not going to be able to. Yeah, we're not okay. going to be able to go that far. They say. Yeah. Oh, they're not going to go say. full frontal. No, no. For after hours TikTok. No. Oh, no, that's still not okay. Oh, it's just okay. adult content. You know, the the jokes you don't want the kids yeah. to hear. Oh, I see. All right. It's like my idea for you know the, my uh, my new website for uh, circumcisions on only glands. Have you seen it? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of it's a wild kind of a little bit unusual. <laughs> Jam garlic in there. It'll open you right up. Oh, geez. Uh, put a potato on it. Yeah. Uh, patchy fog this morning, otherwise mostly cloudy. Becoming sunny as the day goes on, though. By the end of the day, it's going to be like sunny skies, highs in the upper 60s, west winds, 3 to 8 miles per hour. Clear tonight, 44 is your low. Sunny and highs in the mid-50s for tomorrow. Right now, we're at 61 degrees, and I am Shelly for Rumble in the Morning on FM 99.